millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Peter Dowdle joins me. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Uh, good afternoon, Trish. How are you? I'm very well, and we are in, inundated with questions, so we'll do our best to get through as many of them as we can. Uh, starting with a question in about a Grisolinia hedge, which was set last year. It's grand, says the listener, but there are four or five of them that died. Don't know why. Can I set them now again because they're in the middle of the hedge? Or would you suggest waiting a while? What should I do? Well, in the greatest political way uh, possible, can I say, I'm, I'll, I'll answer that question in a second. <laughs> can I just throw in one comment on what you were talking about before, like earlier there today? Yeah. Uh, you were talking about the, the bonuses for everybody. Yeah. And I don't want to get involved in the rights and wrongs of but <laughs> one person. And I, I presume, I hope they've been given a shout out already, but one group of people that I absolutely think deserve a bonus, and it's not from the government, but it's from their employers, is the supermarket workers. Well I think they were absolutely yeah. fantastic in local done stores and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and in fairness... They absolutely were there. In fairness to Miho Mar- I heard him in the States when we first started talking about this when he was in New York uh, last week. He came out and said he was the first one to say retail workers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was in Dons like most people every week uh, and I know some of them put up with dogs abuse and they put up with they were there every day even when they must have been nervous themselves and uh, I just absolutely, I'm in awe of them and I absolutely think Duns and Tesco and all these guys who made huge profits over the last year and a half, it's absolutely a moral responsibility of them to give their workers a, well an done. increase. But anyway, well, okay, moving, on to the, moving on to the Grisolinia hedge. <laughs> so yes, uh, she doesn't say whether she, she planted the Grisolinia hedge bare root or potted uh, last year and I'm guessing it was probably bare root because very often what happens, Chris, when you plant something bare root, you'll, you, you'll be used to me saying about the importance of watering it in the first year. And this is why very often when you plant a bare root hedge, it's, not, it's quite common to lose a few plants in year one. And more often than not, the reason is lack of water. And I know you could look back and say, but we had a very wet this or that. But even a week when they dry out, some of them could die. So I suspect it's nothing more sinister than that. I wouldn't think there's any big issue. Uh, and yes, you could replace them. If you're going bare root again, you're still a bit early. I would say you really want to wait till November. Uh, but if you want to replace them with plants that have been grown in pots, yes, you certainly could do that now. But bare root is just a bit early. Okay, Breathe in Mallow has sent on a picture of what she has describing herself as the large green shamrock-like stuff. Uh, it's growing up amongst other green leaves. She said, the other green leaves, I know that they are bay tree shoots. Uh, I must get out more, says Breathe, but how do I get rid of it? And it, it looks like clover. I know exactly but, what it is, actually. I haven't seen the picture, but I can guess because you often see it coming in with bay leaf plants. It must be from the nursery. It's, uh, I suspect it's a trefoil. It is. like It's pretty much clover, yeah. It's uh, a trefoil. And 
is her question, how does she get rid of it? Yeah. Uh, I don't have a magic wand. It's difficult because the, the, the roots of it uh, have... Like, it's not doing any damage. It, it's just maybe a bit unsightly, but it's not certainly not doing any damage. But the roots of it have, have entwined with the, the bay leaf at this stage. So it really just is a case of every time you see it... Pull it out. It out and now and it's, it if, will snap and you'll leave roots below. But yeah. If, if it, it, I, I'm sure I've got similar stuff grows in my garden as well. And it comes up quite easily. Just keep pulling it out. You, you, that's all you can do really yeah, yeah that is all you can do but as you say it comes up easy but you will leave some of the root system it's yeah. unavoidable in the ground and you can't dig it out because you're digging out the roots of the bay as well so it's just I'm afraid a question of staying on top of it OK Kate uh, well done to Kate she <coughs> set a wild flower section in her garden this year was wondering do I cut it back now to grow next year or do I just leave them all to wither away that's a great question because it's a question I'm being asked an awful lot at the moment so yeah uh, we're at the time of year so most wildflower selections that you will buy most uh, they they may say it on the packaging but if if you don't still have the packaging you could accept that most of them are a a collection or a, a mixture of annual species biennial species and perennials so what that means Trish is you have you will have got a certain amount of color in the first year from your annuals Next year, you'll get a certain amount of more colour from more annuals, but also the biennials, which take two years to flower. And the perennials will begin to emerge in year two, but really it's from year three onwards that the perennials will take over. And that's when you see the actual natural tapestry. So what it looks like in year one compared to what it looks like in year three and four would be very, very different, right? So the answer to the question, at this time of year, when most of those annuals have flowered uh, and are finished flowering and now they're setting seed, you now cut it back. Uh, you could trim it or cut it back with, a, with a, a shears, whatever. Just cut them back and leave the trimmings on the ground, Trish, so that the seed in the seed heads will disperse back into the soil to give you that. So it becomes self-sustaining, if you like. So those annuals will set seed and give you more plants for next year. And then after about maybe three or four weeks, when the seeds have had more than enough time to get back into the soil, then you collect the trimmings. If you don't collect the trimmings, you're leading to, to bad growing conditions. So you do need to collect the trimmings, but after a few weeks... Uh, you just collect them, rake them up and into the compost bin or the compost area and then off you go again for next year. Leave it to nature. Pat wants to know what to do with new rhubarb for the winter. Do I put it into the ground? This summer I never touched any of the rhubarb. Do I need to cut it back? Uh, when he says, does he need to put it into the ground? I'm, I'm guessing so that it's in a pot. Uh, yeah, I would think it will do better in, a ground, in the ground, certainly. So I would put it into the ground and do do it now. Wouldn't be scared of the winter. I mean, don't worry, rhubarb is tough out. If we obviously, if we get a, a very severe winter, like a beast from the east again, you'll need to put fleece or cloche over it. Uh, uh, but put it in, and when you're planting and planting with lots of good organic matter, the, the more you feed uh, rhubarb, the better it'll do. Uh, good seaweed from the beach or composted seaweed or a good seaweed feed will do it no, no end of good. You don't need to cut it back, no, it'll die off naturally itself as the temperatures drop. Uh, so yeah I would put it into the ground I would feed it and you could mulch around the top of it you don't want to bury the crown too much but you could mulch around the side of the crown with good organic matter as I say uh, like like a seaweed or, or your homemade compost Okay Mary has an Escalonia hedge which she says has diseased yellow leaves on it she's wondering should she spray it if so with what and when well, Mary, you're not alone is the good news. I would say nearly every Escalonia hedge in the in the country, well, particularly in County Cork, actually, it's particularly bad down here, has this problem. Uh, and you see yellowing of the leaf and you see this other discoloration like black and brown spots and a lot of leaves falling. Uh, unfortunately, if you take no action, it will get worse, OK? And it, it, it'll weaken the hedge to the point of killing it eventually, I'm afraid. Um, so, yes, you do need to take action. So it's a kind of four-pronged approach 
but there's really nothing to do at this time of the year. You really would need to wait till next spring, I would say. You could give it a bit of a trim now if you wanted, but next spring, uh, cut it back, you know, relatively hard. You want to remove as much of the disease material uh, as possible. Now, I suppose maybe I should say if there's only a few bits of it going yellow, you could certainly prune them out now, but if it's widespread throughout the hedge, wait till the spring. Uh, cut it back quite hard. Drench the, drench the hedge and the soil around it with a solution of copper sulfate mixed with water. Feed it then, feed it heavily with something like the Nature Safe Liquid Seaweed because it's a very good feed to use on it or any good strong seaweed feed, okay? Uh, and the other thing, and this is the, maybe the hard bit, you need to try and make sure that it's very clean around the plant. These, these are all cultural control methods by the infection, by pruning it. Uh, and then by feeding it to make it more resistant and then making sure that there's no disease material left in the soil so any dead leaves dead trimmings i know that can be very difficult and impractical and maybe impossible in some situations but if you can remove as much of it as possible and 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 dump them away from there uh, so that the, the spores don't go back into the soil and i think trish it's probably advice let's say if i've given that advice a hundred times mm. i've certainly had 80 or 90 people say that you know what it's worked some will say it's worked to a degree and others will say it's worked very well so it is worth doing definitely okay sheila uh, says is there any point in applying fertilizer to mature leylandi trees and also to a young lemon cypress tree from now on if so what fertilizer would you suggest I would say no, and therefore I won't suggest any because with a mature, any mature plant shouldn't need any feed. It's getting everything it needs from the soil. So a mature plant shouldn't. There are there are exceptions to that, obviously, if you have a plant growing where, where it's not getting specific nutrients. But in general, any mature plants would be fine. They won't need feeding, in particular laylands. They definitely don't need feeding. Um, your lemon cypress, then, even though it's new, that should grow away fine as well, all on its own. The most important thing, give it good soil, uh, give it quite a sunny aspect and keep it well watered again if it's new uh, but it really shouldn't need any fertilizing it should be absolutely fine all on its own but in uh, more general answer to fertilizing at this time of the year i wouldn't because you don't want to be feeding plants as we're coming into the winter because when you feed them and when you fertilize them you're, you're obviously promoting new growth and that new growth then is, is tender and quite vulnerable and quite quite uh, prone to frost damage later in the year okay another list of my f- lilies didn't flower this year but they didn't flower last year either just leaves what's the problem they could be, depending again, I always kind of shudder when I hear the word lilies because people describe a multitude of plants as lilies. And I'm not, I'm not saying this just to be technical and a show off, but it actually helps to answer the question. So the correct, the lily, lilium is the correct plant for lily. They're the oriental and the Asiatic lilies, the ones you'd see in your, your bunches of flowers, if you like. Um, and if it, that's the type of lily we're talking about, well, then they're grown from bulbs, Trish, the same as daffodils or tulips. And very often what can happen is the bulb has just got congested and it may need to be divided. Um, I'm taking it that they used to flower and now they don't flower anymore. So that if that's the case, if, if that's not the case, then that they've never flowered there, maybe just give them a feed with tomato food or something like that in the spring. But if they flowered in, the, uh, in previous years and now they've stopped, I think the, the group, the, the clump has just got congested uh, and it'll do no harm at all this time of the year to lift them and divide them into individual plants and, and replant them out again. And then, then you'll have uh, more, you'll have more lilies than ever next year. Okay, Kat in McCroom. That's it. Kathy McCroom has hydrangeas. Now she has, her soil is limey, so they always end up a pale pink. She'd love to turn them into that lovely wine colour that she sees in other hydrangea pants. How can she do it? The, the, okay, hydrangeas are what's called pH sensitive, Trish, which means that they'll grow in any soil, in any pH, but the, their flower colour will be determined by the pH of the soil. So what that in effect means is uh, you have pink varieties and blue varieties, but they'll all, it, it's not an exact science. So 
if you add aluminium sulfate to your soil, uh, that's a soil acidifier, that will turn pink hydrangeas blue. But then it's also determined by the variety of the plant, okay? So that lovely wine colour that she's looking for is probably more determined by the variety of plant that she's growing as opposed to the pH of the soil, if you can follow me, okay? So I, the only thing I could suggest to her is give it some aluminium sulphates, which is sold as in garden centres and that as, as hydrangea colourant, okay? So if you add some of that hydrangea colourant to the soil a few times during the year, that will begin to change the colour. But the variety, because nature is so obviously magical and every every spot is so unique the, the the color change will be unique to that point in the in the soil and to that variety so what difference it will make time will tell uh, you might be better off looking for uh, a wine variety and of course i'm drawing a blank now as to wine varieties of hydrangeas but there are many with that rich purple color and maybe a quick bit of homework first to look for the right variety that you like and plant that it should it'll probably give you that wine color in limey soil anyway mm, okay and also cat says her tomatoes have split have split this year and before you say anything said she kept them well watered well, it, 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 the reason she says that is because I very often yeah. would suggest the answer to that is erratic watering, where you, you have a gap between watering. Um, so I'm taking it that that wasn't the case. It could be a calcium deficiency in that case. Uh, and it's not so much that there mightn't be enough calcium in the soil, but that the, it can't travel up the plant. So I would say, uh, I wonder did she feed it with a good tomato food during the year, like the Nature Safe tomato food, which is probably the best of them, and it's organic. Um if it's not erratic watering, then the next thing is normally calcium deficiency. So I'd say it's one of the two would be my best guess. Okay. Jane in Mallow uh, says she's got a sedum plant. It's planted in a container. Yeah. They're doing really well, but the stem just bent over and it now looks like it's dying. It looks extremely unhealthy. She said plenty of water, but the leaves look like they're burnt. Okay, uh, two thi- well, several things there, actually. Number one, the, 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 pl- the flower stem falling over is just physics, actually, more than horticulture. It just gets too heavy up on top. These beautiful, beautiful um, flowers, loved, of course, by the bees and butterflies, but they do get quite heavy, uh, and they're brittle. Now, they are herbaceous, so what that means, Trish, is that they'll just die back soon for the winter anyway. So don't worry, like, uh, very often my sedums fall over and they look absolutely desperate, and then they, they come on again perfectly next year. So don't worry would be the first thing. However... Uh, in a pot, of course, they're less likely, to, or they're more likely to fall over because they they'll have more support in the open ground. Okay, but the other thing is, is she says well watered, so and the, the leaves look burnt. It might even be getting too much water. If the leaves look that burnt, it might be a bit too much water. I would say send in a picture, either send it to myself uh, on Facebook at the Irish Gardener, or send it into John Paul there in the radio station, uh, and I'll have a look at it, see if okay. I can give more specific advice. But I wouldn't worry. Okay, and Anne in Formoy has apple trees, uh, four of them. The leaves are perfect, but the branches have what she describes as gooey stuff. It almost is like honey, sticky stuff. What would you recommend? It's probably a thing called gamosis, which unfortunately is a sign of canker. Um, so I don't want to, to frighten too much and give bad advice, but maybe again send us in a picture so I can be specific. But it does sound like canker. I'd say if they're mature trees, I get a good tree surgeon up in the first instance to have a look at it and see what can be done. OK, all right, we will leave it there. Are you busy at the moment? 
we're up the walls of the Today Show starting again, so we're back on that. And Brilliant. I don't know if I've sp- spoken to you since, but uh, congratulations on your award. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're very kind. Because well actually, it was on well a Wednesday. Deserved. It was on a Wednesday. I was I was off getting it while John Paul was on, and we were keeping it. We had to keep it quiet. You, you, you were off gallivanting. That's you were off it. Gallivanting. That's it. Okay, listen, we'll talk well to you done. next well week. Deserved. Thanks a million, Thanks Peter. Bye bye. That is uh, Peter Dowd of the Irish Gardener, uh, dot, uh, com. He will be back with us next uh, week. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.